time when the fun begins. You may now have fun. Hi, I'm Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, my Ron Weasley. Yeah. Okay, we'll start again. Sorry. Hi, I'm Harry Potter. I know. Uh, hang on, I can't speak. Start again. Hi, I'm Harry Potter. Hi, I'm Ron Weasley. And welcome to Organised Fun, the board game <laughs> podcast, where this time we've been playing Hogwarts Battle. But as usual, business first. So last week we were talking about catchphrases. Uh, both Bunty and Moo have suggested, can you hear the cat as a catchphrase? Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while since we've had to yeah. say it, but yes. Uh, and Moo also suggested that one of your catchphrases is, cut that bit out, cut that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a catchphrase if you did cut that bit out. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, there you go. So two, <laughs> two more catchphrases oh, for the no. merch list. Um, also, you know, we're playing on Valentine's Day. Yay. Yay. Nothing, <laughs> nothing says romance like forcing your other half to play a board game. Um, so I guess just, you know, if you've played any games on Valentine's Day... <laughs> what? No, sorry, that just sounds... Then never mind. Okay. So <laughs> if you played any games with someone special on Valentine's Day... Board games. Board game. Oh yes. <laughs> nice. Okay, I get what you mean. If you played any board games <laughs> with someone special on Valentine's, let us know. What did you play? Or did you choose it because it was a uh, special? Oh, I'm the fog of love. Uh, if you wanted to break up on Valentine's Day, you could do. <laughs> Hi, it's Valentine's Day. Let's have a fight. <laughs> um, but yeah, there you go. Are we having fun yet? As I said then, this week we've been playing Hogwarts Battle. It is your turn to read the box. Okay. Harry Potter, Hogwarts Battle, a cooperative deck building game. Starting with a personal deck of cards, you will use your skills and influence to build a more powerful deck with iconic wizarding world characters, <laughs> spells and items. Hang on, no, I've done that wrong. That was a longer why, sentence than I could why predict. Why like a complete fuckwit? <laughs> Only by working together will you be able to secure the castle and defeat he who must not be named. Mm. Um, it doesn't really say much else. It just says what's what's in it. So you've got... We don't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, let me do the ages and stuff. Yeah. Uh, are there ages on it? There's got to be. Mm. Well, it says two to four. Oh, two to four players, ages 11 plus. Mm. It's a nice box. Yes. Well, one of the first things I noticed is... And we mentioned this when we played Hogwarts Battle Defence Against the Dark Arts. But the boxes are all done like trunks, aren't they? Like luggage. So mm. when you have them all stacked together, it's like you're going to Hogwarts. You've got all <laughs> your trunks packed, etc. So yeah, basically, it's it's a deck building game. Uh, Harry Potter. You, It's the same mechanic as all your deck builders. You play cards from your hand and you've got money to spend or fight to deal damage to enemies but obviously you buy spells and items from the Harry Potter world you fight villains from the Harry Potter world etc I just want to say I think Harry Potter is like a really good theme for a deck building game well yeah it's like Lord of the Rings or Star Wars or you've got all the different characters there's multiple films to take stuff from but I just think the element of like collecting new spells for your arsenal instead of guns I suppose I suppose yes yeah Spells are the guns of the Harry Potter world. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So there you go. Deck building set in Harry Potter land. Well, times fun equals progress. Um, I'm going to give a spoiler alert here just because it has sealed boxes in it. Oh, okay. You're looking at me like... I, well, I don't know what was sealed or not. You already unsealed them, so... Yes. Oh, each not... year you go through yes. you unseal. Yeah. So each... So the, the base set comes with eight, no, seven... 
I'm thinking in terms of films, not books. Seven boxes, and each box represents a year at Hogwarts, so a, a Harry Potter book, basically. Uh, and you're not allowed to open the next one until you've successfully completed the, the current one. Uh, and just as a testament to how sucky we are at this game, <laughs> we've only just unlocked Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> um, which, incidentally, I don't know why we were stuck on Chamber of Secrets for so long, because we bombed through it today. We pissed all over that basilisk. Yeah, it seemed really easy. But then we got our asses kicked on, on uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. But anyway, so just in case you have not, like us, you've not uh, unlocked all the further boxes, spoiler alert, because we will be talking about what's in box number two. Mm. <laughs> just in case you're so bad that you haven't won box number one yet. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Oh, I forgot to say. Right, you know the box looks like a trunk. The mm. back of the board has an, the inside of the trunk printed on it. Oh, so when you cool. first lift the lid off, it looks like the inside. It's that kind of attention to detail. Are you like Very good, this? Yeah. This game has obviously been made by people who care about the product. Like the attention to detail is proper good, isn't it? Mm. And it's all all the cards have pictures. You know, it's all licensed by Warner Brothers. It's all pictures from the movies. It's all official Harry Potter shit. Your government. <laughs> Okay, so you, you start with box one, Philosopher's Stone, Sorcerer's Stone, if you're an incorrect American, um, and you choose your character. Uh, you can either choose Harry, Ron, Hermione, or Neville. And unlike other deck building games, you know, like on Legendary, where everyone just gets six bog standard money cards and four bog standard fight cards, these are slightly different. Yes, you get your bog standard money and your bog standard fight, but you have items that are like personal. So Harry has his firebolt broomstick because that's his he has Hedwig because that belongs to him what were your special you had your owl didn't you Ron yeah is that the owl that's in the film what was it called Pigwidgeon oh uh, yeah I didn't know that was I didn't know there was an owl called Pigwidgeon yeah it's his little <laughs> it's his tiny little owl that's uh, really exciting that's pretty much all I had I think didn't you have chocolate frog no every flavour beans I bought them sweets. I think I think I bought them didn't I no I think they were oh, Ron's because okay. like Ron stuffs his face with sweets all the time yeah yes anyway so you do have some slightly different stuff cards to play with. Oh, it's worth saying as well that there's a couple of expansions. There's the Monster Box of Monsters and the Charms and Potions expansion that all come with different sealed boxes. But because we haven't finished the base game, we haven't opened any of the sealed boxes yet for those. So they do exist, which sort of makes it kind of like a legacy game, doesn't it? That you, you open the secret boxes as you go and the game changes as you go. I mean, like, obviously, the boxes we've opened so far have had more cards for the shop, uh, different villains, you know each film you have that film's villains and that film's locations and stuff so there is that element of it uh, but obviously you don't make any permanent changes you know with the legacy ones where you rip cards up and stuff this just adds more the game gets bigger each time that you play it all right so yeah the basic premise is you've got your locations from the story and the bad guys are like adding tokens to that to take control you've got to kill you work your way and kill your way through the deck of villains before they take control of the of the locations it's a race you know can we kill them before they do that I can kill Tom Riddle. Get in the bin, Tom Riddle. Next up, we've got the Basilisk. So that's the Forbidden Forest gone. Okay. Where are we now? The Quidditch pitch. Crab and Goyle. <laughs> Useless. 25. Crab and Goyle again. Shafted. Uh, in your face, Crab and Goyle. Lucius right. Malfoy heals himself. Fuck you, Professor Quirrell. <laughs> you turban-wearing, Voldemort-hiding <laughs> bastard. 
So one of the first things I've noticed is great organization. Like, you know, sometimes where you've got your, your draw pile and your discard pile and your this and this and this, and you just have to sort of freestyle where you put them. These comes with character, these comes, these come with character boards, you know, and it has like a little, an indentation that you can fit your draw pile in and an indentation that you can fit your discard pile in. And it's divided up, you know, you put your money tokens here and your lightning tokens here and your player guide card. Everyone gets a player guide that tells you what to do on your turn. It's all just, it's foolproof, isn't it? Yeah, it's really simple, really easy to follow. Yeah, and like there's no sort of complicated... Well, it's more of a children's game, isn't it, anyway? So well, they're going to do that. 11 up. Yeah. You have to have had your Hogwarts letter to be able to play. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know how like sometimes, and again, you know, inevitably, we can't help comparing to stuff like Legendary and other like deck building mm. games. You know how like Legendary has all the keywords like ambush and reveal and summon and commit and whatever. And unless you know them all off by heart, you have to look through the rule books and find them. There's none of that shit. Each card is so self-explanatory. It's just, yeah, it's like I said, foolproof. You, you can just pick it up and go with it, can't you? Nice and simple. The box comes with dividers that are already pre-printed. <laughs> so you know exactly how to organize your cards and how to sort them. Because again, that was a problem I encountered with Legendary, wasn't it? Like it comes with dividers, but you're free to write whatever you want on your dividers and divide. And I always end up with one few dividers. Like I'm sorting them somehow different so I don't ever have enough dividers. Again, with this, there's no bullshit because all the dividers are printed with what you are supposed to put there. <laughs> it's, yeah, I just, I cannot say this enough. It is fucking foolproof. Play to win. So, what did you think of the tokens? It's weird, because like, this game, unlike the others, you have actual tokens that represent the money and that represent the strength. Do you think they're necessary? Um, well, because you've got them on the cards a lot of the time, so you, you're you using the cards to yeah. add things up, like we would normally do in like Legendary or something. Mm. But that, I suppose they are there because you can gain a lot of extra ones. Yes. And in Legendary, or the other ones that we've played, where you each turn you're like, right, I've got five to spend out of these cards, I'll do that. I suppose the idea is that you can build up a little pouch of money. You don't have to spend them all in that go well, before you, you put your cards do, away, though. or do you? You do, because at the end of your turn, you have to get rid of any tokens that you haven't oh, spent. Oh, right. I thought that's why. But then you do gain, depending on how many cards you have and how complicated it is. Yeah. It does. Um, it, it could help you would, keep track yeah. of it. And it's particularly useful, the, the strength, the lightning, is your, like your fight. You put those tokens on the bad guys, so it's a good way of tracking their health, I suppose. But yes. I also really, I mean, I know I've been one to slag stuff off for inconsistency and the lightning and the money tokens are cardboard, but the dark arts tokens are these really solid, chunky metal things, aren't that's they? That's all right, because it's like cool, like scully yeah. metal things and you've got the card, it does, no, it would be weird if the money and the lightning was metal as well. Yeah, okay. It doesn't just, matter because they're separate things, it doesn't matter. I'm just acknowledging it. That's like it. saying the board is made of cardboard and the dice is made of plastic. <laughs> There's no, it doesn't, it is consistent. Consistent. Okay, cool, right, there you go. Just <laughs> just voicing it, I would hate anyone listening to think, what a hypocritical <laughs> bastard. You're reminded that enjoyment is compulsory. So your your turn is pretty simple. It's the same four steps every time, isn't it? So first you have to turn over a number of dark arts cards, which are just shitty circumstances. So it could be that you add one skull to the current location, or that you lose a heart, or that you have to discard a card. You know, the, the shit. You have to wade through the shit before you get a chance to fight back. Obviously, like... 
Okay, so each location, let's say this location, it has a capacity of six skulls. And once it's got six skulls on it, that location has fallen to the bad guys. I guess what I'm saying is that the random order of the Dark Arts cards could mean that you end up burning through some skulls pretty quickly if you had bad, if you had shit shuffling, if you had bad luck in those cards. So that's like a random element, isn't it? And in fact, that was how we lost because we only had one spare skull space and it was just a, how far can we get before we get that next Dark Arts card that says add the final well, skull. Well, that's the Dark Arts for you. Yeah. Very <laughs> unpredictable. Unpretty. We just cannot trust the Dark Arts. They, they're dark for a reason, I Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah on your turn you deal a certain amount of dark arts cards and as the game progresses so it starts you only have to turn over one each turn but the worse you do you have to start turning over two each turn and you just get more shit to deal with hand of glory active hero loses one expulso active hero loses two hearts fuck you he who must not be named petrification all heroes lose one heart then you have to activate the villain abilities. So there's only like one or two villains around at a time, but each one has a special power. So it could be, I mean, like Professor Quirrell, wasn't it? Every turn, you just lose a heart straight away. Mm-hmm. Boom. Who's the worst, obviously? Well, it'll be Voldemort, yeah. won't it? It'll be, it'll be definitely Hallows <laughs> Voldemort. But well, at yeah. the moment... At the moment, who did we have that was worse? Well, because Quirrell was the boss of... He was six, who was seven? That I don't know who they all are. Well, the guy with the hair, the long hair. Just... Think back to the stories. Yeah, but I was just say I don't know the stories. Okay, well, Lucius Malfoy was seven. Yeah, I think he was the worst. No, because the basilisk was eight. Ah, oh, right. Okay. The basilisk is the final boss of. Um, yeah, that's as Chamber bad as we've got so far. Yes. Um, but when we again the villains we had a really bad combination when we played Prisoner of Azkaban because that's the first time that you have two active villains at once and we had a Dementor and we had Quirrell at the same time and Quirrell makes you lose a heart each turn but the Dementor makes you lose two hearts so literally each turn we were losing three life each and when you get so you start with ten life each time you get blasted down to zero that adds another skull point to the you know that adds another victory to the villains so literally every two or three turns we were being stunned the fuck out of and it just accelerated really really quickly but again down to the shuffling if we hadn't had the Dementor and Quirrell together we would have been losing hearts at a much slower rate you know so again there's an element of randomness you yes you still have to kill all of them but getting those two big bad ones particularly together was a bad combination a fun workforce is a one workforce how else did you like how did you find it comparing to other deck building games well it's in some ways it's really similar and it's probably a little bit more e- like easier I think easier to win or I easier don't know. to understand there didn't seem or... as many different things in the shop no so there's not as much to choose from but we you weren't build ever, we stuff didn't, up quite quickly whereas we didn't in, run out of cards no no but you build stuff up quite like it only takes you like about two or three turns to actually have some good cards whereas yeah. like other ones it takes you such a long time that you can't and you know we were defeating stuff straight away we're getting enough points to Mm. so it's sort of like an easier version of a deck building game I think yes but it's not so simple no but there's enough going on yeah yeah definitely and I think again what cards are in the shop at any one given time just is down to your shuffling isn't it because the first time we played I was collecting all the brooms for some reason so I had my firebolt but I had also a Nimbus 2001 and you know when they came up together I was dealing heavy damage but 
the second time we played, obviously because we'd shuffled the shop, I didn't have as many fight cards. I just kept ending up with loads of money cards. And then, you know, I don't want to blame it and say that's why we lost, but <laughs> the, I think there were better cards in the shop the first time round. <laughs> I'm going to buy this Nimbus 2001. I've got two broomsticks. Check me out. Flipendo. Oh, let's go Forks the Phoenix. Buy some Quidditch gear. Any one hero gains two hearts. Me. I need my brooms. Well, I mean, it's just nice and simple, isn't it? Yeah, really easy. And really obviously, easy. ooh, worth saying as well, you know, because we're only on book three, we've got four more boxes that we haven't even seen inside. Um, so who knows what's coming, what's changing. And I'm just saying, box four is a fat one. There's gonna, oh, there's some, gosh. there's some stuff in there. <laughs> but so obviously, you know how Harry Potter grows up over the seven years yes so we started off in in box one our year one little pictures of harry and ron etc but box three they'd grown up a little bit and they'd got special powers so harry's was um whenever you remove a skull from the location uh you get to deal an extra strength to someone what was ron's power um i got to heal if i blasted someone three times with a lightning bolt or something ah, there you go so not only does the more you play it you get more cards and more different elements Elements, but also your characters develop and get stronger. So I guess the idea, maybe, is that, you know, like, do I stick with Harry now every time I play and see how Harry progresses through the story kind of thing? Which, again, it sort of crosses those lines, doesn't it, between just a regular deck building, but also with those legacy elements, you're going to get new stuff each time you win, mm. which I really like, because that's an added incentive to play it more and more, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's different. Yeah, there's yeah. a variety, yeah. You want to unlock the next... Film. The next film. <laughs> You know, I want to get to Goblet of Fire. <laughs> I want to get to Order of the Phoenix, because that's my favourite film. Oh. <laughs> Please make sure you need your fun quota. Anyway, shall we frag? Mm -hmm. Cool, cool. Fun. I'm going to say four. I went for five. Ooh. Why did you go for four? Um, well, it's very easy to pick up. It's, it is fun. Um, maybe, well, it depends if you go through the different films. I suppose you will get different things. But maybe once you get onto that format, it might get a little bit Repetitive. I guess. No, but it is fun though. But then because, obviously because you can't open the next box until you've won yeah. the one you're on, mm. I suppose it would only get repetitive if you're so shit. I mean, like, we, <laughs> when, I well, say, when I say we I'm, got our asses kicked on Prisoner of Azkaban, we did actually kill seven out of eight of the bad guys. Yeah. Like, we, no, we, pretty, we were close. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I mean, yeah, if you're so shit and you just yeah. kept losing, you might get frustrated with mm. it. But, yeah, okay. Uh, replayability? Um, well, that, I suppose that's four as well, isn't it? Yeah, for the same reasons. I went for five just be well, just because like you want to unlock the next box yeah. you're more likely to play again yeah. and because we've got the expansions we've basically got quick maths 12 we've got 12 more boxes to open mm. and so each one potentially is going to add new cards new stuff to the it's like it's like controlled growth isn't it like you've criticized me before for sometimes i'll buy more than one expansion at a time and i'll just yes. whack it all together yeah there should be the rule or why don't you have the rule that you can't go on to the next bit, next expansion, or preferably you can't buy the next expansion <laughs> until you've played the previous expansion. True, 
but then I guess not all games and expansions work this way because like sometimes it is just his more cards to add to your deck mm. yeah so I want to play with those extra yeah, cards yeah, yeah. first I suppose but Maybe. when you've got like a game I'm thinking like Talisman when you've got so many cards and if the idea is that you shuffle them all together well, you're not guaranteed to get any of the new cards when you play because there's so many cards anyway but yeah this is like controlled drip feeding of expansion <laughs> content isn't it it makes, yeah. sure, it makes sure you get your money's worth it makes sure that you experience the simple Philosopher's Stone Chamber of Secrets bit a few times before it gets more complicated it's almost like you know we've spoken about games that have like tutorial mode basically I mean like Philosopher's Stone is like warm up mode and it gets a little bit harder a little bit more complicated each time doesn't it it like eases you into it gently hmm. I like okay. that yes aesthetic oh well this has to be five okay I went for four <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong no nothing's, nothing's wrong I thought you really liked it I do but oh it's not this metal cardboard thing no is it? it's not the metal cardboard <laughs> you, you talked me around on that I just and I don't know any other way that they can do this but so the cards if it's an, a thing or a person you have the picture of that thing or person from the film and it's good they're not yeah, yeah. they're like photo cutouts well, yeah but they're not like screen grabs are they they're like publicity shots yeah. they're like proper pictures yeah they are but when you get a spell it's just a symbol it's just a little well, symbol yeah, but I know and that's the thing I don't know what else like, you would do it's a spell it's like spell yeah and it's the symbol of the movement you're supposed to do with your wand yeah well that's even better then Wingardium Liviosa is a swish and a flick yeah well you you can see and do it that's even better than a photo of like yeah a wand I don't know to me they look a bit cartoony it's just an arrow it's just an arrow no okay yeah just for me it's a bit cartoony but I can't think of anything else to do instead so I'll just shut my mouth uh, gameplay. Uh, well, I'd say five for that. I would also say five for that. Yes. As you may have heard me say once or twice before, foolproof. Fool- li- li- there's no yeah. scope for misinterpreting or misunderstanding. No, yeah, these really words. easy. Yeah. At all. Okay. Ooh, I've just seen a spoiler. Have you? Where? It's got a picture of dice on the box. Oh, you see, I saw a picture of dice. <laughs> and I was gonna. I was just about to ask you about that, and I thought we maybe we haven't got the. We haven't got dice. The dice. I was going to say that, and then I thought maybe they were there and we didn't use them. But okay, that is maybe to come then. But it does also say contents on the pictures might not be in the box or something, unless there's a different version or something. Does I it? don't know. Well, it says that all the time, doesn't Where? it? In the small print on the back, you know, pictures may vary from the contents of the box or whatever. But no, if there they might be die. I don't know. I'm not sure how you would use them, but maybe you can like change stuff later on, like change up. Well, spell I mean, the yeah. dice have got yeah. hearts, monies, and strength. Maybe yeah. it's like roll the dice okay. and get whatever you get. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that. There you go. I bet you. I bet you that's Goblet <laughs> of Fire. Then that's the fat Maybe. box. I reckon. Mm. Well, there you go. Spoilers on the box. Should have a spoiler alert on the box. <laughs> but yes. Um, right. That was gameplay. This is doing really well. Fragwise, by the way. Um, 18.5. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's really good. Mm. That's only one below legendary. Wow. Yeah. There you go. But I think this is smoother than legendary. I think there's less. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There's less to. There's less keywords and less, less jargon stuff going on. to yeah. sift through. Mm. Cool. Unless we open the next box and it's suddenly jargon. Well, central. you know, yeah, yeah. Dice might just started. ruin the whole fucking thing. <laughs> but yes. Well, is it a win or not? Uh, yes, it is. Yes. That makes it 56 23 to the gamers. I just really like this. I think it's just good. 
Mm-hmm. It's just a solid, there's literally <laughs> very little wrong with it. That's and, good. you know, just going to brag, but I got the uh, Monster Box of Monsters from the Mall of America in America. Mm. And we got the Charms and Expansion, Charms and Potions. Well, that was a Christmas present from America. Thank, <laughs> thanks, Cassie and Chris. America. Woo! <laughs> Even if you do say Sorcerer's Stone instead of Philosopher's Sorcerer's Stone. Stone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Why do they do that? Philosopher, sorcerer. I don't know. Do it's sort of different anyway. Do Americans not know what a philosopher is? Is that what it is? Anyway, yeah, Anyway. <laughs> I'm sure we've had this conversation before. But there you go. So, yeah. That's it. That's it. Oh, it's, you know, we non-relinquim in our it. We did. We did. Well, we yeah, did. I mean, it wasn't that long a game, really. What did no. it feel like it? And I think because we won Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, we're like, yeah, felt, yeah, let's yeah, find let's, out what happens next. Let's open the next yeah. box and let's play Prisoner mm. of Azkaban and get our ass kicked by yeah. some Dementors. Well, anyway, okay, well, I've been Phil. I've been Mark. And remember, non-relinquim in <laughs> Arca Aperculo. You can find us on Facebook at... <laughs> fun Organised? No. Organised Fun? Yeah. You can, find... <laughs> you can find us on Facebook at uh, Organised Fun. You can find us on Twitter at Fun Organised. And thanks for listening. Bye, oh. Ludafiles. I think one of us should say, stop it, No. Stop. No, stop. Now is the time when we stop. Good night. Good night.